right, good morning, Thursday, April 23rd, 2020. We're going to continue on as we talk about experiencing God. We've spent this whole last week and just talked a whole lot about prayer, uh, the need for it, the motivation, the inspiration to be able to do it. Um, And I'm sure that you've had maybe some successes or some failures. And so as we start off uh, today, I just want to start you off with good news. Um, The first part of the news is this. uh, Your peace is wholly dependent on prayer, right? That may not seem like good news, but here's the good news. Uh, The good news is uh, that your peace is largely fueled by intercession. So somebody else's prayers not yours. Um, uh, I've got this disconnected office that's behind my house. Um, and I did something that I'm proud of last week. Last week, I finally painted the front room of my office. Um, I'm terrible when it comes to handy stuff, right? So, you know, if you need my hands to help you turn the pages of a book, or if you need my hands to be overly demonstrative as I'm trying to make a point or you need my hands to type or things like that. My, my hands are great for things like that. If you need my hands to, to like build things or to do like manual labor, then I'm just not your guy. Right. Um, but I did paint my office. It's this front room that had been yellow for the past five years and I'd been meaning to paint it, uh, but I've just been lazy. Well, in painting it, um, after my wife left from the help that she gave me, I kind of just wanted to get things done. Um, and I got it done, but it doesn't really look great. It's sufficient, uh, but I'm too lazy to go back over it and make it right. Especially since I'm largely the only one that's going to be out here and I don't really care. Um, but if not for COVID-19, I would have just paid somebody to come in and paint it for me. Right. Um, I'm confident that they couldn't that that they could have got the job done better than I did. However, because of their possible contamination of my space, uh, we decided against it as a household. But in the absence of an expert painter, because of the danger to myself or to them, I had to do it myself. And I'm just going to say it again. Um, It's not great. Right. And that may be the way that you feel right now. Right. Even with a renewed vision and sense of prayer, you can feel like, I, John, I'm motivated to pray. But if my experience of peace is going to rest on my ability to prevail in prayer, um, then it's not going to be great. And the good news this morning is this. uh, You have an expert prayer on your side who is right beside the father right now praying two kinds of prayer uh, for you. And I was really helped by this. I started reading this book this past week called Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland, where he just talks about um, the heart of our God. And let me tell you all, this book is fire. It's so fire. And y'all know how I love to give away books. So what we'll do here is that the first five people to email me at john at cornerstoneatl.org, I'll send y'all this book. Kindle's going to be the best way for you to get the book. But if you want to do it on 
Amazon. I think it'll come sometime between, um, yeah, 2023 and 2024. But uh, regardless of that, here's what Dane Ortland brings up in this book when he talks about the expert prayer that we have on our side, uh, that if we look at Hebrews chapter seven, we could be reminded that we have a savior who is interceding for us, right? That verse says that our God can save to the uttermost because he always lives to intercede for us. And that's this, uh, Jesus is constantly praying for your success. Have you ever felt speechless or like, you know that you need something, you just don't know what it is. Um, he has never felt like that. He's never been tongue-tied when it comes to what it is that you need. He's never needed somebody else to clarify your exact needs. And he sees what's coming in the future, so he knows exactly what to pray. And he and God are always on the same page. So he knows the prayers that God wants to answer. And he's already died and risen from the dead for you to prove that he loves you. Your peace is wholly dependent on prayer. But the good news is that it's largely dependent on somebody else's prayer, his. And he's got a pretty good track record for answered prayers. But not only is Christ interceding for us, but, but I want you to hear this. He's, he's advocating for us, right? According to first John two, we have an advocate with the father who's always pleading our case, not just praying for our success, but in advocating what he does is he ensures our favored position with God, even in spite of our worst failures. I want you to hear this. Even if you would look at yourself and say, John, I failed in prayer. I've been a prayerless Christian. A prayerless Christian is still completely covered because your savior is praying for you. In college, I was a part of uh, this uh, big 12 black student government um, group. And so periodically, a few times per year, we would have a conference at another school and I remember my senior year, uh, we stayed late one night to hang out. And so me and a group of four of the folks drive back from Stillwater, Oklahoma to Waco through the night, a six hour drive. I drove the whole time. We get to the parking lot of our uh, or of my apartment. And I'll never forget this in the rental car. I hit the back of Ashley Armstrong's Ford Escape, lifted her car up off the ground. Her car was fine. But the rental car had a cracked bumper, $1,000. And I was trying to think of everything that I could do to explain to the rental agent. I knew in a few minutes I'd have to stand in front of them and explain what went wrong and hoped uh, that they would let me off of the hook. But the only thing I could come up with was an apology. Yo, I'm sorry. Is there anything that y'all could do? Well, I got to the counter. And I told them about how I cracked the bumper. And she said, you're good. And I sat there and I said, but I broke the bumper. And she said, well, but the person that gave you access to the car had insurance. They paid for it. They insured your coverage. Nothing is held against you. Go and bump no more. 
right? That's what our Savior has done for us, is he advocates with the Father in the times of our worst failures. Jesus is there, right, with his resume and victory in hand, not, not reminding God as if he forgot, but repeating it. And John writes this in 1 John 2 to remind you and I, when we're tempted to go through the day and say, but God, I broke the bumper, Jesus is constantly reminding you, you're good to go. You are covered. And so what this does for you and I, those of us that are prayerful or prayerless Christians, is it reminds us that today, um, experiencing the goodness of God is an inevitability. And if you see your prayer life and experience of God in this life begin to excel, it's not a reason for pride, but it's a reason for you to praise because prayers have been answered even if they weren't your own. God is good and he's kind and he wants you to experience it even in light of your worst failures and pitfalls. If you don't have the words to make the request, Thank him that he's already requesting this goodness for you. He's doing it right now. Enjoy it today. Praise him for it today. I love you.